Um, hello, everybody, and welcome to another one of our series of uh, uh, catch-ups with uh, this day. Today, we're with uh, Simon Yates from Banks's Brewery. Hi, Simon. Morning, Paul. Good How to be you? here. Yeah, very good. Honoured to be uh, invited to to join your new uh, series of podcasts. Thanks for That's that. Great. No, no problem. And thank you for thank you for agreeing to do it. We're um, uh, for the benefit of those who don't know Simon. Um, perhaps Simon, you could introduce yourself and just say a bit about what you do. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, Paul. Uh, I'm, I'm the assistant head brewer at Banksysbury in Wolverhampton, um, which um, historically has been part of Marston's. Latterly, of course, now part of the joint venture, which is the Carlsberg Marston's Brewing Company. Um, I've been doing it for quite a while, brewing, um, since I left school, in fact, uh, when I joined Davenport's in Birmingham, which some of you may remember, mainly for their TV adverts, I guess. Um, and then once I'd got fully qualified at Davenport's, I jumped ship and, uh, and moved to Banks's and been there ever since. So, uh, yeah, a few miles on the clock, but um, still Can you tell us how, many, how many miles that is, Simon? How many years? Oh, uh, how's your maths? 1975, I joined the industry, which is oh, right, okay. really, really years. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. 46 years nearly then. Yeah, yeah. That's right. well, congratulations. That's a fantastic achievement. Thank you. <laughs> I thought I'd been a long time at Fairham's with 31 years, but 46 years, that's amazing. Really, yeah. Really yeah. good. I'm not trying to make you feel old, by the way. <laughs> no, it's too late for that, Paul. Uh, <laughs> yeah, good stuff. Well, uh, on the five minutes of Ferrans, we have a we have a set list of questions, and they're sort of pretty rapid fire. But we're, we're, as we're now um, recording this, we'll, we'll we'll perhaps expand some of those answers a little bit as we go along. Let's see let's see how we go. So the first one's what's yes, your favourite hop, Simon? Yeah, um, well, again, I, I tend to waffle on about these things. Uh, I, I categorise it into into UK and 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 non UK. I guess I, I like Admiral um, because it, I think it's a bit underrated. Um, we use it. We used to use it as a dual purpose for bittering and, and aroma and flavour. But um, latterly, we, we, we're just using it for flavour. Um, I think amongst the, the the English and UK hops, it's it's a bit underrated, as I mentioned, because it's got a big um, orangey component um, that that comes through as a, a civil orange marmalade sort of note, which is you could easily confuse that with some of the American varieties. I think it's quite high in mercine, which uh, yeah, which probably contributes to that. Um, a bit boring with um, the the worldwide hops. I still haven't found anything I like much better than Citra, um, which isn't um, necessarily the most exciting answer because everybody likes Citra, I know. Um, but it's very versatile. Um, it brings a lot to the party. It's got very complex flavour. I'm, I'm saying this like nobody knows it, but I think everybody uses it. Yeah, yeah, um, no, it's, it's a good hop. But it, it, yeah, it, 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 there are a lot of very good hops around that have come along since Citra was born. But um, uh, yeah, I think nowadays good. there's uh, there's a lot more new varieties coming through. In, in fact, uh, I was talking to our guys in uh, the US office recently, and they were saying that uh, yep. in in the US there is some new variety. Uh, people are getting a little bit over overawed with the new variety, but a bit new variety um, negativity. You know, no, 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 okay. new variety yep. sort of coming through, but. I think we've got to continue to try and push with the new varieties because you never know what you might discover that tastes good. So, uh, absolutely, um, obviously, your development program is um, is very important for the future of the the, the UK hop industry. Yeah, we're um, going hard on that one. Trying yeah. hard. Yeah, yeah. No, excellent. And the, the, the most difficult question, I'm sure. Well, I, I think I get asked, and I'm sure for you as well. What's your favourite beer? 
<laughs> uh, yeah, I get asked that quite a lot. Um, yeah, I, it's it's a difficult one because that changes almost by the day. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I've got my own favourites, not just um, looking at it from a nepotistic um, viewpoint, the ones that I've created and brewed. Uh, Sunbeam and the Shipyard Range, um, always mentioned in dispatches, but the old favourites like Landlord and uh, Do the Proper Job. Um, uh, our old friend's uh, creation is sadly no longer with us, but um, it's a fantastic beer. Yeah, for that. Yeah. Uh, the one that's caught me attention re most recently was one I picked up in one of the uh, one of the big supermarkets um, from Vacation. Are a very very good range of beers that they do. The, the regular beers are, um, are, are quite superb, I, I think, for, for hot forward beers. Uh, but this one, I think it's probably a, um, a limited run. Uh, it's a collab with Sure Shot called 15 Mile Round Trip. It's, uh, it's, a, it's a big one. It's a double IPA. It's 8%, but it's, uh, it's, it's hot courage. It's fantastic. And yeah. sadly, a bit too drinkable at times. <laughs> well, 8% and too drinkable can be a dangerous combination, can't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, uh, so I've got a few of those still in the, in the, in the fridge at home. Very good, very um, good. And talking of vacation, I mean, there's, there's quite a few good breweries up in that part of the world. Magic Rock Spring to my northern uh, northern monk. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of good new brewers. London, there's dozens, if not hundreds now. Beaver Town, Fort Pure. Always, always good to... to Absolutely. And I, and I know you, you, you yourself do uh, do like tasting these uh, these um, uh, beers from smaller oh, beers and, and and do support the smaller breweries very well with uh, with the particularly in the local area. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I think as somebody you get heavily involved in in new product development and such like, and and uh, it's important to 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 find out what's out there. Well, that's the excuse I make. I just like drinking them, really. But uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's you have to keep abreast of, uh, of 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 things that are moving around, and it's great fun. Uh, Absolutely. Uh, yeah, and obviously with moving around the country, which we're not doing at the moment, but in normal times, it's a great opportunity to do that. Absolutely, yeah. There's nothing better than going to a local region and finding some of the local beer and trying the different flavours. It's uh, all part of the fun of it, isn't it, really? Um, so next question, what's your favourite food and beer pairing? Uh, yeah, that's a, a, another good one. Um, big fan of seafood. Um, so I'd probably say uh, scallops in particular. Uh and jumbo prawns, I think. Um, so, yeah, uh, that, that's probably probably what I'd go for and pair it with a nice, uh, a nice hoppy shipyard beer, I guess. Yeah, um, nice. Yeah, yeah, very good. And your favourite beer destination? Um, I probably. I mean, there's lots. Um, uh, again, too numerous to mention. Almost London obviously springs to mind, but I think I probably. Plump for Bruges in Belgium, obviously. Yeah. Been going there for quite a while um, since my um, probably mid mid late twenties, and been going back relatively frequently ever since. But uh, discovering Belgian beer in the first place was a, a fantastic experience because there's so many different beer styles, including things like sours, which uh, take a bit more time to get used to, but a bit more commonplace nowadays. Um, Going back, you, you keep seeing new bars cropping up and sadly old bars disappearing sometimes as well. But there are some absolutely fantastic bars there. I don't know if you've ever been, Paul. But, yeah, I've been a, a couple of times. It's, it's an amazing place. Yeah. Uh, some of the bars are, are jaw-dropping, really, uh, and 
great ranges of beers and it's, it's always interesting and of course it's a great place to uh, to visit just for its its intrinsic value anyway the architecture and um, and the chips <laughs> good chips there chips and chocolates yeah. there you go there you go very good no um uh yeah fantastic places uh, on the on the next you'll say bristol you like Br bristol as well yeah bristol um yeah. traveling around the country watching rugby and football and, and such like you, you get to a few of these places um bristol's really come up on the rails i think in the last probably five years or so um so had a few tours around there um and it really really has got some stunning beers and pubs and brewery taps and such like it's uh, yeah. definitely and it's a nice place and yeah it's yeah. it's pulled its socks up um visually i think over the years whereas yeah. at one time it was a bit down at hill and it's now um vibrant especially around by the the, the, the sort of dockyard area it's, yeah, uh, we had a, a brewery resource roadshow event there uh, a couple, well, probably three years ago now. Before uh, you, you forget about all the time in the middle with with COVID, but uh, probably three years ago, yeah. and uh, we we had a little bit of a pub crawl the night before and had some fantastic beers and some in some fantastic bars. It was great fun, really good place. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah. And the next question: What's your favourite pub in the UK? Another hellishly difficult question because there are probably so many. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've been in one or two. Um, well, where to begin? <clears throat> Start at the very beginning, I suppose. When I was probably probably a lot younger than I should have been, the Bull and Bladder in Briley Hill was a place we used to like going. It wasn't right on the doorstep, but we used to make a, a, a few-mile trip to get there every so often to drink Bathams. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it wasn't where I cut my drinking teeth necessarily, but that was... Um, uh, very much a highlight of, of going around drinking in my early early youth. Um, and nowadays we use the Great Western before a, a, a Wolves game, which um, is walking distance from, from the ground. And uh, it's a Holden's pub, but they also sell Bathams. Bit of a theme developing. Um, well, nowadays there's so many great pubs and hopefully they'll still all be there, the ones I remember as being great when we come out of this mess. Of course, yeah. Um, well, where to begin with that as well? Um, Norwich is another place I always enjoy mm. visiting. <clears throat> a couple of very good pubs there. The Fat Cat, which everybody's heard of, perhaps less less well known as the Plasterers, which back in the day, many years ago, was a very good real ale pub, and they've um, they've it, I think it went through a bit of a, a, a fallow period. So now we're bang back on form. Hopefully, this is still current next time we go when yeah. Norwich get promotion. Um, <laughs> It's a great range of beers they have. It's a smallish and cosy pub, but they have a great range of both cask and, and progressive keg beers. So that's, that's another great one I, I like. Okay. Um, I've mentioned the White Horse in Hedgeley, which is not far away from Beaconsfield, which is a, the classic English country pub. Um, if you've got a, a, a visitor from overseas, particularly an American, say, coming over, you wanted to show them the archetypal country pub, that's, that's the one. Um, I've yeah, mentioned I've never been there. I'll have to look that one up. Yeah, it's just off the uh, M40. Um, okay. Just just a five minute drive. It's just yeah. To say. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Sheffield Taps a good one in uh, in in Sheffield. It's a sister yeah. pub to the Euston Tap, which pretty much everybody who ever goes to London from um, that down that particular line will know. Yeah. Um, big fan of Hollywood Nine A in Edinburgh, and I've been up there for rugby. Um, that's a very crafty sort of place but it's concentrates on local scottish beers which i think is important when you visit in an area yeah absolutely absolutely very good 
I, I suppose if I had to pick the winner, um, there's a lot of great pubs in London, right enough, but um, just off Twickenham Green, there's a pub called the Sussex Arms, um, which is a fabulous pub with a great garden. Um, it's walking distance to Twickenham as well. Um, fantastic range of cask and keg beer. So, yeah, we'll, we'll go with the Sussex Arms. Very good. Well done. Yeah, it's a nice pub. I've been there a few times. Great, great spot. Yeah, yeah. yeah great spot. Love it. Um, one item in uh, in the brewery you couldn't live without. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, that's a bit of thought. Um, it's it's really high tech. I don't think uh, it's basically a, a polypropylene pole that's about 12, 10, 12 feet long, with a plate um, welded perpendicularly to one end, with lots of little holes drilled in, and we use this for. Um, dissipating type 90 hops in our open fermenters um, to, to dry hop properly and making sure they don't float around on the surface and they break up and we get all the oils out, which uh, is the, the, the objective. So, yeah, that, that gets used quite a lot. The high-tech kit is always the best, isn't it? Yeah, very rustic. Um, rustic, yes. <laughs> very good. Very good. And your favourite song, album, artist or piece of music to play during a brew day? Yeah, we, we, we don't have a lot of music in the brewery. We um, Although we did have some contractors in with, um, recently who seemed to think they were a cross between um, Judge Jules and uh, who's the other <laughs> DJ? I've forgotten his name. Though. Pete Tong, that's the boy. Um, playing, uh, playing Ibiza-style music into the, uh, into the night um, while they were doing their welding. I, I was half expecting a phone party when I went down to a, <laughs> uh, area they were working. Um, but we don't normally have music on during the brewery, but I'm, I'm a music fan. Uh, so I listen to it on the way into work and on the way home quite frequently. I quite like to listen to music I haven't heard before. So I listen to Six Music on BBC a lot. Um, and that introduces you to a, a lot of new people. Uh, some with some rather interesting names. The, the, the Lovely Eggs, a, a husband and wife duo from Brighton, um, who are doing sort of 60s psychedelia, wow. uh, which I found quite interesting. And a band from uh, Melbourne in Australia called um, King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard, which is a bit of a mouthful. Um, they're, they're interesting. They, they produce something like two albums a year. Uh, very prolific. Right. Uh, but their, their shtick is uh, sort of... They almost sound Middle Eastern. Um, they, they do things like tune the guitar slightly differently to give you a different sound. And uh, yeah, I've, I've only recently been listening to them. I've got two or three of their um, albums. Very good. Well, I can quite honestly say you've 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 broadened my mind there, Simon. I haven't heard of either of those before. So uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thanks to Steve Lamack. Very good. Very uh, good. But um, yeah, that, that, that's what I've been listening to recently. Fantastic. And uh, if you weren't in the brewing industry, what would you be doing? Um, drinking, I, I guess. Uh, <laughs> I, I think I've, I've done a little bit of run. a member of the Beer Writers Guild. Um, so, yeah, I quite enjoy um, putting pen to paper when I've got time, which isn't that frequently. So maybe, maybe writing, maybe about beer. Um, yeah, yeah. No, very yeah. good. Very good. And who is your biggest inspiration in brewing? Um. <sighs> When I, when I joined the industry at Davenport, obviously I was um, effectively a, a trainee, a, um, um, a, an apprentice almost. I started in the laboratory there and then moved into um, uh, production management trainee sort of status. 
Um, so you're learning the ropes, you're learning everything, including getting in the mashdan and chucking that out by hand in your shorts and wellies, uh, the whole gamut of everything, um, cleaning fermenting vessels and what have you. Um, but um, from a technical standpoint and an attitude standpoint, I guess I'd, I'd say Alec Pennycook. Uh, yeah, he's yeah. still brewing. Um, yeah, he's yeah. got his own brewery in, in Gloucestershire at uh, Stanway House, which he set up, I, I guess that's a while ago now, 20 odd years. Yeah. Um, he's been coming in here for 20 years, picking up his malt and his hops. It's uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> indeed, to yeah. see him. We'll have a chat when we can. Yeah, he's very meticulous, um, very brusque and to the point, but very meticulous and a great brewer. Uh, his motto was attention to detail. He did have one or two other mottos, but for our family show, I <laughs> brush over those. Um, but yeah, he was, uh, he was a big influence. Um, in a more general sense, I plumped for Sean Franklin. He used to have his own brewery near Harrogate. Uh, but he was the guy, I think you'll correct me if I'm wrong on this, but I think he introduced the, the Cascade Hop to to uh, Blighty. Um, and Chinook, I think Sean was okay. using in his early days. Uh, Chinook came in through, uh, through Sean. And in, in fact, uh, Sean was the, um, the person who introduced me to the article, uh, which was showing, um, it was a New Zealand article, and it was showing how vacuum-packed leaf hops were stored much better than a pocket or a Type 90 pellet. And um, this was what set us on the road to doing the, the fresh packs, the vacuum-packed leaf hops, um, many, right. many years ago. So I've got Sean to thank for that. So uh, we, we both have a, a bit of an inspiration there from Sean. Yeah, um, yeah, very much so. Excellent. And what got you into brewing in the first place? Uh, well, there's one or two tales to tell about that, but I, I, um, with a surname of Yates, that's an anagram of yeast, I suppose there was a bit of a nudge there. Um, so yeah, you could call it destiny. Destiny, um, there you go. Written in the stars, or written in your, your uh, surname. <laughs> yeah, indeed, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I vaguely uh, lent towards the sciences while I was at school, so I had to find something broadly in that direction that appealed. Um, I think going back many, many years ago on, a, on family holidays with my mum and dad, I, I started collecting beer mats, which gave you a bit of an interest in beer brands and such like. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I, the other story I tell is that at the school I went to, um, in addition to ha having people there who ended up in the brewing industry as well, little did we know in those days, but uh, my best mate Ian Davis, who I think you probably know, who helped found Kimber Brewery, yeah, um, yeah. Was, uh, was there. Um, Martin Birchhead at Bathams was there. And of course, Tim Batham himself was there. There you so, go. Yeah, yeah. A, bit of, uh, a bit of a school of brewers. Yes, absolutely. Um, but we did have a, um, a career speech from our headmaster when we got to a certain point in our, uh, in our scholastic um, scholastic lifetime um but he made some sort of glib joke about um you could even do brewing at university ha, ha, ha. so i thought being a bit of a rebel um yeah that'll do me yeah okay so right around to all the local breweries to see if anything was happening and davenport offered me a job as a lab tech fantastic fantastic now that's a, that's a great story it's amazing how these little things that just point you in certain directions are uh, come along at that sort of age. I mean, I, I, I remember yeah. it's sort of a, a, a similar sort of thing uh, when I was uh, a, a bit younger. When you yeah. get these decisions, you can go one way or another and uh, point in, uh, you in one direction. We would never be here now if we'd gone the wrong way. Or maybe Absolutely, it would have yeah. yeah. been the right way to go. Who knows? No, I think uh, I don't think either of us would say we've, uh, we've gone the wrong way. It's a fantastic, fantastic industry to be involved with. Yeah. 
Um, your favourite beer festival? Um, well, I've been going to the Great British almost since its inception. I know there, there were one or two um, festivals perhaps before I went, but uh, I certainly went to one at um, Ali Pali, which was one of the very early ones. Um, I think that was before they had the they had a fire as well, didn't they? As well, I don't know if you remember. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, okay. It, 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 for many years, it was the the big one and the one that um, basically represented all that was best in the world of beer. It, it's 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 um, one of many now, um, but I still enjoy going. And the trade day is a great day where you you meet you and yeah. um, everybody else in the industry. No, it is. It is great fun, isn't it? Get on that train, the excitement before you get down there. We always, yeah. we always dip into the uh, Man Bear and Bishop in Paddington Station and have a yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. A, a bacon sarni and, and a pint before we get to the actual uh, uh, yeah. festival. And then, of course, meeting everybody as you say at the festival. It's a great, it's a great, uh, great day out and, uh, and great fun to meet everybody and have a few beers. Yeah, very much so. Um, there are a lot of um, more crafty. Um, beer festivals that are springing up. We used to have one in Birmingham. It's been been on and off over the, the last few years, um, which is, was pretty good. But Indie Man Con in Manchester, I've been to that a couple of times. And that's, uh, that was excellent. Very good, it's yeah. Some, some yeah. very interesting beers there. Yeah, yeah. Is that the one in the Baths? Yes, that's the one. Yeah, I've been there, yeah. It's great, isn't it? Yeah, really it good. It is, yeah. It's, it's, it, it, you don't get the same um, breadth of number of brewers and beers, but um, it's all solid quality. It's... Uh, yeah, yeah. Great, great atmosphere there as well. Excellent. Uh, next question. What's your favourite interest hobby outside brewing? Uh, well, we've already touched on that a little bit. Um, yeah. Music uh, and sport. Wolves fan, as we, you've heard me say. Uh, Northampton yeah. Saints rugby. Um, music. I just mentioned that. Um, yeah. uh, the, I suppose that the, the, the ultimate sporting experience for me was going on the first British and Irish Lions tour in 2013 to Australia and we went again to New Zealand. It was that good four years later. Uh, sadly, it looks like the South African tour is going to be uh, denied to us this time, but uh, it is something else because you get close on 30,000 people descend on the country and the town where the, or the city where the, the, the tests are being held uh, and everybody wears red. They talk about the sea of red and it's... Uh, it really is something else, um, and I really hope that they can uh, keep it going and resurrect it for, in some form for this year. Um, yeah, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. I, yeah. I know it's on my uh, list of things I need to do, um, and uh, I was hoping I was hoping to to, to to go on this trip this year, but yeah. maybe, maybe next time we'll have to see how that one goes. But um, I yeah. def definitely want to uh, do that, and uh, so sounds like great fun. Um, yeah, indeed. And, and of course, travel and, and sport and music yeah. to a lesser extent um, give you a great opportunity to uh, drink beer and different beers and new beers. Absolutely. Absolutely. Especially with lots of rugby fans, they, they, they tend to be good beer drinkers, don't they? <laughs> they do, yes. I, I think sometimes some of them tend to be more volume related rather than quality, but hey, you know. It's <laughs> okay. Absolutely. Uh, next question What's the last beer you brewed? Uh, the last beer we well, I'd, I'd have to look outside the door and see what we've brewed today. But um, the last beer we brewed that's a little bit different. Um, bit of a story. We've got a relationship with a, a, a customer who supplies um, bars in France uh, with interesting beers, collabs that we do with brewers from all over the world. Um, 
it's it's along the same lines as the Witherspoon's beer festival because he also uh, sources the the brewers the the overseas brewers for for the two Witherspoon's beer festivals that are held each year and hopefully he'll come back soon. Um, but uh, the idea is that um, a brewer is comes over to the UK uh, and brews with us for for this um, for this particular um, exercise, and we do one of their beers brewed on our kit here at Banks's, and um, that goes out into 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 trade. Now that the one that we're doing been doing currently, um, there are six beer, and it's um, it's a series that goes to the the craft beer bars in France. Um, We've done, I can't remember how many now, seven or eight. We've brewed with Richard Adamson from Young Henry's in Sydney, um, who also we've done. We've brewed with uh, Spikes Brewery, um, Terrapin in in, uh, Georgia. Um, Yeah. But the latest beer that we did was actually because of the COVID situation with people not being able to come across, the the guest brewer was me. (laughs) So I I collabed with myself on a beer. um, That should have been interesting, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. We still argued. Um, <laughs> you didn't fall out over the recipe. No, no, that was easy. Um, but the 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 idea behind the recipe was it was all English hops. Um, so what I wanted to do, it was called New Wave IPA. Uh, what I wanted to do was show, showcase some of the new hops. Obviously, some of the ones that you you yeah, produced, Jester and Holly Carr. Uh, what else was in there? Endeavour. Uh, one or two of the older ones with a bit more punch, such as Admiral, um, and uh, I'm using some of the new Type 45 Jester in there as well to dry hop it. Yeah. Uh, and that got some really good reviews from the people who tasted it. So um, I think Weatherspoons may well be interested in having it for the next festival, but we'll have to wait and see about that. Nice. Uh, yeah, Aspen, very good. The, the beers we sent to France are in K. Uh, I was very lucky enough to have a taste of that, and it was excellent. Yeah, indeed, so, yeah, yeah. very good. Yeah, really good indeed. Very drinkable, and it was a bit stronger. What six percent, wasn't it? So yeah, it was. The, the, the ones from France, all uh, they're in keg, but they all tend to be IPA style beers by and large, um, with um, in in and around the five and a half to six and a half percent range. Um, yeah. So yeah, definitely, they're, they're, definitely something to go back to if I see it again in uh, anywhere. If I if I'm yeah. lucky enough to see it anywhere, I, it sounds as though it'll yeah. only be available in France. So well, yeah, who knows? Maybe maybe. Uh, uh, Maybe the weather spoons. Yeah. yeah, I think yeah. you know Dave Walcott, don't you? Yeah, um, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, he, he tried it and was very enthusiastic about it. So we'll see. Hey, if you're listening, get it into the weather spoons for us. We, <laughs> we need to try it. <laughs> Good stuff. And and the question we ask all of our uh, five minutes with Ferrum's guests, and it's a quick, pretty short one, is Foggles or Goldings? Whoa. Uh, I'd probably plug for Goldings, yeah. uh, quintessential British hop. Um, Foggles, of course, it's great hop. But um, suffering a little bit with uh, with uh, thinning out due to wilt issues, which I'm I'm, I'm telling you like you don't know. Um, but yeah, um, it's it's a little bit under threat. I know we've we've, we've got it uh, growing in one or two uh, overseas conditions where where wilt isn't uh, prevalent. But um, so we hope it hangs in there because we use a lot of it. But uh, yeah, go yeah. with uh, and for any very long answer to a very short question. Yeah, no, that's no problem. For any of our guests who are listening who don't know what verticillium wilt is, it's a, a disease that attacks the roots of the plant, and fuggles is particularly sensitive to it, and therefore we have lost quite a lot of acreage of fuggles over the years. Um, but uh, we have clones of goldings which are resistant to it, so uh, we can grow those in the UK still. Uh, unfortunately, fuggles are very difficult to grow in the soil where there is wilt, and they do pick it up very quickly 
Uh, fuggles pick it up very quickly if there's a um, there's any hint of it about in the area or in the soil. So um, yeah. it, is, it is exactly as Simon said. It's very difficult to to grow those longer term here. Yeah. Uh, so what's next for the brewery, or what can we look forward to from the brewery? Uh, well, we've spoken a bit about collaborative brews, which um, which we enjoy immensely. Um, our latest collaboration is with Carlsberg, of course, uh, in the joint yeah. venture. Um, so we're, we're now uh, we've joined forces. Uh, Marsons have joined forces with Carlsberg UK as well yeah. to join the, to, to form the Carlsberg Marston Spring Company. Um, so there's a lot of uh, exciting stuff going on. A lot of um, a lot of work being done to to, to get the, the the two companies melded together, integrated properly, um, and to in, yield all the savings that that, that might bring. Um, no, no problems from a brewing perspective. They're very keen that we're very strong in ale uh, and we're very keen that they're strong in lager. Um, so th there's a, a, a sales synergy there as well. A lot of opportunities um, around those two, uh, two strengths. Um, so they're not uh, looking to do anything that's going to change the way we do things. And um, they're, they're very keen for us to, to carry on doing the, the good work that, that we've been doing. And, and good financial performance as well from, yeah. a, from the beer company perspective. Um, so that's that's there's, there's plenty of exciting plans, and uh, I think they they keen for us to do some brewing for them as well. So that's going to be fantastic Very stuff. Very good. I'm not sure if it'll be special brew, but uh, um, I'm sure sure it'll be something very interesting. Um, the, the the other thing we've we've touched on um, this this collaborative thing uh, we've got a program for 2021 which is obviously going to be affected by the the COVID thing uh, and it does um, it's predicated on when France can get back up to to speed in terms of their bar bar and hospitality uh, operations um, but we've got a um, we've been given a program of brewers which look fantastic to be honest um, some big names on there from all over the world we've got brewers from Canada Hawaii oh, South wow. Africa Australia. And a very big name from the States, a very big name from the States. So fingers crossed it'll come to pass. Yeah, um, absolutely. That'd be great. Yeah. I can't tell you who they all are, but the, the brewery from the States, you don't see their beers over here very often, um, but they're very well renowned. And I think most people will have heard of them. So, yeah. Sounds exciting, Simon. Sounds very exciting. exciting indeed. Yeah. 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 Um, well, that, that, that's great. I mean, the five minutes with Ferrums has turned into probably something like half an hour of Ferrums, but I really, <laughs> I really appreciate your time, Simon. It's been fascinating getting it inside uh, your mind a little bit and finding out a little bit more about you and, and the history and what you're up to. So, uh, fascinating catch up. I really thank you for joining us and, um, uh, and hope that uh, everything comes out of the uh, the lockdown successfully for you. I'm sure it will, and there'll be uh, better days ahead for all of us. Uh, fingers crossed. I think that's uh, we're, we're moving in the right direction. Yeah, yeah. There's light. There's light at the end of the tunnel. Light at the end of the tunnel, yeah. indeed. Uh, yeah. Thanks again. Thanks again, Simon. And I'm sure all of our uh, uh, listeners will be uh, equally pleased that you've shared some in some info with us and some 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 stories. It's been uh, great fun catching up. And um, I hope that uh, those who joined us today will join us again on our next catch-up, um, which uh, I think we're, we're, we're doing another one in a couple of weeks' time. Um, but uh, please please do tune in and uh, catch up with the next time with Ferrums. And uh, thanks again, Simon. We'll see you again soon. My pleasure. Thanks, Paul.